2015 marks the 20th anniversary of the promulgation of the Basic Law. While Beijing will be holding events to commemorate the promulgation of the Basic Law at the end of this month, it is the best time to review how the Basic Law has been implemented in Hong Kong and mainland in the past two decades. The Democratic Party had declared our support for one country, two systems, and its mini constitution, the Basic Law, which should serve. The basis for guaranteeing Hong Kong's high degree of autonomy. We realize the importance of striking the right balance between one country and the two systems. Disappointingly, over the past 17 years since Hong Kong's change over to China, we have witnessed countless conflicts that have drawn Hong Kong and the mainland apart. The one country has become more dominant over the two systems. Political autonomy for Hong Kong people has been shrinking, while contradiction and disputes of all aspects have speedily intensified to a blowout point. In the beginning of 1997, handover, Beijing had adopted a rather restrained policy and approach towards Hong Kong until 2003, the year being regarded as a watershed for Hong Kong. Over half a million people took the streets. On 1st of July 2003, to oppose the legislation of Article 23 of the Basic Law. Subsequent to the demonstration, Beijing started to send different officials, agents, scholars, and academia from Beijing to understand and diagnose the events in Hong Kong. Since then, the Chinese government has had a growing involvement in Hong Kong's affairs, such as coordinating district councils and legislative council elections. Directly or indirectly interfering with Hong Kong's media and press, the unwanted mutual distrust and suspicions between Beijing and Hong Kong today is a result of Beijing tightening grip over the city's internal affairs. Over the years, Beijing have cornered the Pan Democrats who have used all possible means to strive for democracies, failing to honor the promises. And high pressure of governance have given Hong Kong people a tendency to suffer from their Chinese connections. The sense of Chinese identity has fallen from its highest points during the 2000 Beijing Olympic Games to the current record low. While Beijing expands one country and diminishes Hong Kong's two systems, such mutual distrust and suspicions will trigger more actions, which could in turn. Further antagonize Beijing's. To revert these vicious cycles, a fundamental change must be done. That is to reveal Beijing's mega policy towards Hong Kong. Chairman Mao said, "There are two types of contradictions. One is antagonistic, and the other is non-antagonistic. Beijing should drop its antagonistic contradictions attitudes towards the pan-democrats and those." Strive for democracies for Hong Kong. Ever since the changeover, the antagonistic attitudes being adopted by Beijing towards the pro-democracies campaign, to a certain extent, is for us or against us, rather than looking at them as disagreement among people. Not only does the central government refuse to recognize the political positions of pro-democratic parties, but also have taken different measures to suppress. Pro-democrats political space in Hong Kong and label the elected representative as the opposition party. The ultimate goal is seems to wipe out all the strings and voices supporting Hong Kong's democratic development. Today, 
the relationships between Hong Kong and Beijing has reached a critical point. Coupled with the National People's Congress 31st August 2014 decisions that there will be no authentic democratic reform for Hong Kong in 2017, Hong Kong people are becoming less and less confident in Beijing, and the relationship with Beijing is, is moving further and further away. Beijing might think that political reform is merely a difference of a few ballots, and that through political reform the problem will be resolved. The reality is that a real problem of Hong Kong could never be solved with a few ballots. On the contrary, more contradictions and more conflicts will be created, resulting in more distrust governance. Upon the current political deadlock of the political reform, Beijing might have studied various means to break through. One way may to snatch a few ballots from the pan-democrats to pocket the 831st resolutions by the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress. I don't believe Beijing will be able to snatch four or five votes. But even if Beijing were able to succeed by hook or crook, the fundamental problems will not be resolved. There will be further theories, civil disobedient movement, and other retaliations. To resolve conflicts, the central government must recall the core principles or values of basic law and firmly uphold one country, two systems. They must allow the rights to a high degree of autonomy, as promised for Hong Kong people. That go without saying, with sufficient political freedom. In the recent few years, Beijing has been tightening its policies toward Hong Kong. In order to eliminate contradictions, Beijing should drop or first rethink the rationale for for us or against us. From Beijing's white paper, Second Center of Governance, proposed by Charles Ball, the head of the research of the Chinese relations. Of the Central People's Government in Hong Kong, to Jiang Dejiang, the head of the small working group that oversees Hong Kong and Macau affairs, who has remarked the 831st decision by the NPCSC as unshakable, all reflect an extreme left-wing approach on the policy over Hong Kong and Macau, is in place, with intentions none other than to interfere with Hong Kong internal affairs and suppress. Diversified voices, doing so all along with different means and intermediaries. So the central government want to maintain long-term stability and harmony in Hong Kong, instead of searching days and nights for solution to get more ballots to push political reform. Then they must draw lessons from bitter experiences, listen to the people's demands for development of democracies, and acknowledge the political position of Hong Kong's pro-democratic camps. It's never too late for Beijing and the Pan Democrats to get back to the negotiation table.